What's up, guys? This is Dante Hobbs. And this is Daniel Schreiner. And welcome to episode two. Certain Destiny. Let's go. All right. So today's episode, I'm actually very excited about today's episode. Uh, We were just talking about it a little bit, and we have a lot of good stuff ahead. Um, But today's episode is all about confidence, mainly, and insecurities, arrogance, humbleness a lot of just the stuff that relates to confidence yeah and this is uh i feel like this is gonna be a conversation that's geared to a lot of individuals but i feel like it's important that we like gear it to the guys out there be just because that's also the experience that we are talking from yeah and there's a lot of things that i feel like i've learned that have to do with confidence that just i mean this is for this is definitely for everybody we're not singling or excluding anybody no but like just because we're both young men that is definitely who will probably be able to relate to what we're saying the most exactly so you guys out there listen up this one's for y'all because this is a huge thing we this is just a, such a huge thing for young guys yeah and i think in this day and age with the different generations um I mean, all of these attributes that we're going to talk about, insecurity, confidence, um, cockiness, arrogance, all of that plays a factor in like character development and and just being able to identify who you as an individual, as a man or young man is. Because it's it's one of the most obvious characteristics that you can have about yourself. If you're not confident, that'll be very obvious. And if you are, it's also extremely obvious. So when you think about confidence, just a you know reflection question, what do you think confidence is? What would you, what would you, what would you say, Daniel? Yeah, I think confidence, to define it so everybody's on the same page, confidence is knowing what you bring to the table. And to rephrase that, knowing what you have. That is, that's pretty much it. What yeah. would you say? I will also to add to that and just knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, a, uh, confidence comes with self-identification and, and being able to un, uh, identify who you are and and look yourself in the mirror and be okay with who you are. Mm. You know, and yeah. when you are okay with who you are, you can become confident in who you are. Yes. Because like Daniel said, when you bring the things that you bring to the table, nothing can take that away. Right. Right. So um, to get us started... I'm going to I'm going to break down this spectrum that we have here when it comes to confidence. So, according to virtue ethics, there is every good virtue is the balance or the mean between two extremes. Um and I think when it comes to confidence, the two extremes are insecurity on one side, on the other side is cockiness and arrogance and then right in the middle when you are able to find the the balance, um, you'll find confidence. And along with confidence is humbleness. Um, so we'll, we'll get into what all of those things really look like um, and how to deal with it when you don't have that, that balance and how to deal with it when you are one of the two extremes. Oftentimes when... When our insecurities, when we are insecure and we don't know our self-worth, that can often not only block us from being confident in ourselves, but it can also block confidence from even being developed. Mm. 
Yes. No, when you are too arrogant, um, that pretty much takes away from your confidence. Something I see about both of these extremes is blindness is involved. When you are insecure about something that usually is, that means you're blind to what you have. And that's that's some of the times. Other times it's because you have no experience in that thing. So there's kind of like, it's kind of, it makes sense to not really be the most confident about something because you've never done it before. So we'll get into that. But that's, there's usually a, a level of blindness that comes into play when you're insecure about something because you can't see what you truly have. You can't see what you're bringing to the table especially when other people are able to see that. Then when it comes to arrogance, that's also something that, you know, you, you're blind about because you can't see that you're not there yet. That's what humbleness is. There's another big definition for this episode. Humbleness is recognizing that you have more to go, that you have, uh, you might have come a very long way, but you have a long way to go. Um, that's humbleness. And arrogance is the lack of humbleness. Mm-hmm. I like that. So it's, it's, that's hopefully can help you guys get like a mental picture of, you know, just how this is a balance of the things that really just relate to how you feel about yourself, how you conduct yourself and and your ability to recognize what you truly have. Something else that's important to bring up is that confidence, your confidence can be taken away. And when I say that, I mean, when we go through past experiences, past relationships, um, like whether it be a family member or, you know, a friend or whatever the case is, they can often strip away your confidence in how you see yourself and how you view yourself. Uh, prime example, if you say you don't have or you didn't grow up with your dad or, you know, you didn't um, or your mom wasn't there or your brother said something to you or your sister clowned you or whatever the case is, that can take away from your confidence, you know, or you see someone advancing higher than you and you wanted to be in their that position too. That can also strip away your confidence. A lot of times when you think about confidence, it's pretty much you got to block out those things, but you also have to bring some of those things to the table. You got to block out what people are saying about you that aren't true, but more importantly, you need to bring to the table the past experiences that took away your confidence, acknowledge it, and do something about it. Yeah, actually... Small example, but literally kind of what we were talking about before we started recording of, you know, just a criticism that you got recently and you actually just listened. You didn't, you know, mm. just put that away. You didn't dismiss it. Mm. But, you know, of course you can dismiss somebody's tone and like the heart that they're saying something in a criticism. A lot of times criticism doesn't come from the right heart and attitude, mm-hmm. but you can dismiss that. And, and recognize, all right, I don't deserve to be talked to like that. Yeah. That's that's a huge thing is boundaries. Sure. Boundaries sure. has to play into confidence as well. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're able to listen to that and say, okay, maybe he did have a point. Maybe there's something I can improve on. Yeah, I like that. And I think that's real because just like you can take that whatever 
you know, constructive criticism more so is and utilize that for your your good and your character development. It can also be a hindrance because if you take it and now you allow it to become an insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. So like something I thought about just a question like where does your insecurity come from? You know, so like does your insecurity come from Again, going back to those previous examples, a past relationship. Does it come from a tarnished relationship? Does your insecurity come from rejection, fear of rejection? Does mm-hmm. it come from fear of missing out? Uh, I know I've, I like I told you, you know from the previous episode that I'm a student leader. And like a, a lot of students that I've came across, their insecurities come from not being able to fit in or wanting to fit in or um, just wanting to be enough. So do you guys feel like you're enough? And if not, why? Mm-hmm. Why don't you feel like you're enough? Because a lot of times that cruel, that will create your insecurities. Yeah. So there's there's kind of two things that I feel like need to be established when we're talking about confidence in order to like build it. First is recognizing confidence has to be built. It can't just For be sure. established out of nowhere, it yeah. doesn't work that way. It doesn't make sense if it does work that way. Uh, for an example, let's say you've never played basketball. If you've never played basketball in your entire life, you've only like watched the NBA, and then you step out onto the court for like a pickup game, and you're talking smack and all that kind of stuff, and you, and you you think you're going to be insane just because you've seen these people, um, and you feel like you you know the game, but you've never played that would not make sense to be confident. Yeah. That is arrogance. Um, So, but also doesn't mean you should be insecure about it. Mm. It just means you should be humble about it when Mm -hmm. you're approaching it and recognize, okay, it's okay if I'm not good at this. Mm -hmm. I've never done this before. That's why I'm going to get better and build that confidence. So that can apply to so many other things um, and areas of your life. I'm sure every person can think of their own area of life where they can build confidence it's not it does not come from nowhere it definitely comes from experience and growing um so that's one aspect of it and then the second is and it relates to a lot of like different areas is more more so recognizing your worth that kind of confidence and being able to walk around with your head up literally like side note, just a quick side note. If I could just some advice for, for my young Kings out there. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Literal advice. This is like, please take this literally when you're walking around, keep your head up, literally like look up. I, and you just do this subconsciously without even realizing it. One time uh, I was, I had a lot of my mind and I went on a walk around my neighborhood and I did not realize I was doing this. Um, but this, somebody saw me and was like, are you all right, man? Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I didn't know why you asked me that. He's like, well, you got your head down, man. You, you look kind of defeated. Mm. And I didn't even realize it. I was just walking Crazy. around the neighborhood with my head literally facing towards the ground, looking at my next step. Mm. But when you walk around, I saw this one day I was at college and I saw this man, literally he had his head tilted up. I saw him and just how he carried himself physically. I was like, yo, that, that man looks like he he knows himself. He looks yeah. secure. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that. I literally like, that's some advice right there. Very practical. 
like that posture, keep your head up. That yeah. posture says a lot and it tells your brain something. There's a, a saying that I heard a while ago and it says, um, dress how you want to be addressed. And that's like that, that has to do a lot with like your parents and how you present yourself, especially in like a professional setting. Um, but in a similar way, carry yourself how you want people to address you. Mm -hmm. um, and that so that's just a small little thing, a very practical advice. Um, but when it comes to like knowing your value, we have to set a baseline for that and establish where that comes from. Like it hurts so much when people can't see their value. And that's why we wanted to start the first episode with faith. Yeah. Is because I think for me, in my opinion, um, any any human being, any human being has a very high level of worth, intrinsic worth. They didn't do anything to earn that. Just because you exist, you have a certain level of dignity that you merit. And when you're not receiving that, you have to be able to recognize that and not tolerate that. Yeah. Um, and that has that boom, that boundary right there, that is confidence. Yeah. And that is recognizing your worth and your value. But to me, it comes from being made in the image of God. Yeah. And if you didn't have that, it's like, all right, you don't have a meaning. You're not given a purpose. There's nothing special about you than, you know, from an animal. Mm -hmm. It's because you are, you're a special being like, Humans are special, man. Yeah. We have a soul and that's God given. Exactly. That is God given. And that is the basis. And then uh, one other thing on top of that is when it comes to the gospel, like we, humanity, God died for us and it's worth it. God wouldn't do something if it wasn't worth it. Exactly. He's like, you know, he's all knowing. Why would he do something if it wasn't worth it? So. Yeah. He literally died and resurrected and experienced pain and it's worth it. Exactly. That says so much about our value. Mm -hmm. You can walk around knowing that. And it's literally like I've thought in the past, like, all right, so true. But like, how does that affect my daily life? How is that going to give me confidence when I'm walking around? Mm -hmm. It does. It literally did. I remember like thinking about that one day and I was like, I feel very just good about myself mm -hmm. right now. Just because, man, like, I have value. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. I think it's important that, you know, when you when you wake up in the morning, your thoughts play a, a critical component to your day, you know. And if you're waking up with an insecure thought from the jump, you kind of already set the tone for your day. But if you're waking up with a joy and with the confidence knowing, okay, I'm alive, I'm here Let's conquer this day. You know, what are you focused on? You know, what what thoughts keep you, what thoughts are in your mind that's keeping you focused on either A, insecurity or B, confidence, you know? And I think back to when we were talking about with like people and our confidence. And I think with when, when you have a certain confidence, you attract a certain crowd. Mm -hmm. And with that certain crowd they're going to build on your confidence or you're, you're going to build on their confidence. And I think it's important that you are around. You don't always have to be around all confident people. You know, it's, it helps. But, you know, if you do have that one insecure friend or person around your circle, don't exclude them. You know, I think if 
with confidence can often sometimes come intimidation from other individuals. I think this is an important subject to mention because if you're a confident individual and people are intimidated by you, you're coming off the wrong way. If you are intimidating people with your confidence, then you are misusing it. And I think a lot of times why that happens is because people mistake thinking better of themselves for confidence. If you like that is not what that is. If you think you're better than somebody else or greater, that is not what we're talking about. Because true confidence is thinking higher of yourself than other people think of themselves. It's not you think that they're better, you're better than them. It's you hold yourself to a certain expectation that they don't hold themselves to. You think more of yourself than they think of themselves. And you think more of yourself than they think of you has nothing to do with like you you can think that and then 100% still be equally valued so that's that's like a huge thing to remember is it's it has nothing to do with thinking you have more value than another person at all because we all have the same exact value it's just do you recognize that or not Mm. And and I love that you said that. Do you recognize it or not? And when I think about confidence, it stems from consistency. If you're consistent in the gym, it's going to, you're going to build confidence. If you're consistent in playing an instrument, you're going to build confidence. And that's going to build a confidence that no one can take away unless you allow them mm-hmm. or you let them second guess you or you let the enemy play a part in what you have a gift for it, you know, or, um, or what you have a desire for a passion for. And, uh, like an example that I find myself in a lot that relates to this is musical people. I saw, I, I know a lot of musical people, especially at college. And I've, I'm very blessed to have been able to meet some of the talent that I've been able to meet like crazy. Um, but it's crazy how insecure these extremely talented people are. Like, you would be amazed, man. Like, they'll put on an amazing performance and then be like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it wasn't that good. Like, it, it was all right. Um, and comparison is out. It's, it's, it's kills. It kills so much because it's like, just because this one person was really outstanding does not take away from how outstanding you were. Mm-hmm. And so... It's just like, wow, like that's why insecurities has to do with blindness is because you, they don't know what they're bringing to the table. If, if you can recognize, all right, that, I'm proud of that. Uh, you know, I, I recognize that I have something that people want, especially when it comes to music, like people are going to want you on their songs. When you can recognize that, it's not arrogant. It's just seeing you from an objective point of view. It's kind of hard to know sometimes because um, not everybody has that, you know, not everybody who's in that field has the same level of talent. There's some people who sound better than other people. And so it's hard for to really see yourself with those objective eyes. You're always going to be, you're, everybody's their worst critic. You're always going to know what you messed up way 10 times easier than another person will. But for me, I'll just, I'll just speak about myself. I will just speak about myself because that's where I can be the most critical of rightly. Um, for me, I have, I've had my own 
musical journey. Uh, and there was definitely a time where I was overly confident and I was not hearing what I was putting out. I was not seeing the skill level for what it truly was. And it was an arrogance. Um, it was, it wasn't really like a humbleness of, I knew I had a lot further to go, but I didn't allow that to help me see myself from objective eyes. So, you know, early, early on the music I was making, you know, it's, it's not really out there anymore, but my friends can tell you, my friends can testify that were around during that time. You know, it, it was not the best. It was definitely not the best. And I didn't know what I was doing on it, even from a technical standpoint. Um, but now through the years, it's been five, dang, it's been five years that I've been, really been, you know, producing. I would say in a very matter of fact way that I'm a skilled producer and that I can, I can engineer a song and produce a song and mix it in a way where you'll be satisfied with it nine times out of 10, um, as a client. And I say that with confidence because I grew and it didn't come from nowhere. There was a time where I definitely did not have the right to to have that much confidence in myself. And it has nothing to do with the value. That's why I had to separate the the getting confidence from experience and confidence from value thing. But now, you know, because I did grow and learn from experience, it's like I can say that rightfully. Yeah, no, I think... <clears throat> I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think with experience, as you stated perfectly, confidence grows. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to sit there and go on the basketball court and think I'm going to go against Steph Curry. Mm-mm. No, sir. Now, now, one thing, this is actually a quote it's from J. Cole. Um, I heard this with, uh, he was doing an interview with like this, like this young kid came up and interviewed him. It was actually, it was a cool clip. Um, but in that, he he said this getting out of your comfort zone is the fastest way for growth it's hard to grow when you're comfortable and if you want to kind of build that confidence try try different things out that you might not be comfortable with facts I mean, you, um, you guys probably heard the saying you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. period yeah i mean it's put yourself in the situations where you have to learn on your feet and once you manage that, it's like, yo, I did that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of low-key impressive for yourself. Yeah. And that's okay. That's not that's not arrogant to be proud of yourself because mm-hmm. uh, you just did something. You just, you did that. Yeah. And you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and you got out of it and you learned and now you can handle it. And now when you go back into that same situation, you won't be uncomfortable the next time. That's confidence. And I think with that, I think like, it's, it is exposing yourself to something you're not used to, mm-hmm. even if that thing is an insecurity. Um, and I think with like the insecurity, insecurities can be managed, but they also can be changed if you choose to change them. A lot of people that do have, I know a guy, good friend of mine, and he wanted to lose weight. And like my man's did an entire 360. And it's a matter of just saying, hey, I'm not. I'm going to change the way I look. I'm going to change the way I view myself. I'm going to change, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, don't change for others. Don't change to get the gratification of other people. But when it comes with insecurities, 
Change because you want to change for you. Change mm-hmm. because be it like understand this reality. You are your only competition. Mm-hmm. That is it. And so when you have that insecurity of dang, I don't know about this or that or whatever the case is, do something about it. That's what it's, it's an actionable step that you can change if you choose to. Exactly. I think that is the right way to view insecurities. If you have an insecurity and you just have Which it and you let do. it. What's that? Which we all do. We all do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't even have to say if. Whatever your insecurity is, if you allow it to debilitate you and hold you back from anything, you're not allowing it to do what it could do. Yeah. Use it. Okay, man. I uh, I want to improve. I'm, I wouldn't want to play in front of a big audience piano because I don't feel confident yet. I don't feel like I'm that good, um, com- especially when it when you compare yourself to some other people um, who are crazy. So I, I feel that way. So, all right, that's an insecurity of mine. What do I do about that? Am I going to turn that into, all right, let me practice so that I can feel that way? Or am I just going to be, uh, you know, I don't, I'm never going to like do this. Insecurities can keep you from your potential. Yes. It is like insecurities can keep you from your potential. I think back to a time. So I write spoken word. um, And there was a time where I was blessed to speak a spoken word to um, an audience. And I kid you not, I had two weeks to prepare or memorize this spoken word. And I haven't looked at it in years. But that's like speaking in front of people for me personally has always been an insecurity always. And not saying that it's not now and low key is, but you know, just being able to speak in front of like local friends or your family and just building that confidence to understand your gift, to understand like, yo, I can do this. I, I got the words for it. I got the talent for it. And I'm putting in the work to get it, to get it, uh, perfected if you would and so when that moment came where I had to uh, perform in front of these individuals or this crowd not only did I practice which built the confidence to move forward but when it came time for the event I wasn't second guessing myself I wasn't around the wrong people that had their own insecurities and and another thing just a sidebar Insecurities can be projected. Mm, yes. Insecurities will and can be projected onto you from another person if you allow it to. You you will take someone else's insecurity that you never had all because they are constantly talking about it. So that goes back to what we said in the previous episode and even to this point now, be careful about who you're around, you know? And people who are insecure around you can allow their insecurities on you and if you take it with you and you start developing these insecurities you're like yo i never even felt this way about myself why am i feeling this way this down a third so just monitor who you're around that holds certain insecurities that not only amplify your insecurities but create some new ones in your life because that's not mm-hmm. what you need no yeah and then what i'm sure once you put yourself in that uncomfortable situation of speaking in front of audience and you did it yeah, and you came out and you were able to say, okay, that's past tense now. Yep. I did do that. Yeah. You will have that built confidence that like I did that, you know, so that's, that's exactly what we're saying. 
Exactly. Is, you know, it comes from experience and it's something you can grow in. Now, I'll, let's focus in more on this kind of confidence that has to do with your value and boundaries and how you let other people treat you and what kind of stuff you are willing to endure and, and tolerate when it comes to knowing your value and being confident in that and who you are as a person. This this will have to do, this definitely has to do with what I was saying about thinking higher of yourself than other people would think of themselves. Um, and again, that does not mean you think you're better than them. It's just your mentality about yourself. Um, but I can definitely see how these kind of situations that I'm thinking about have to do with adopting that mentality because I feel like you shouldn't say I'm too good for this. Yeah. That is no, like that's not right. But you can, you'll never, even though you can never say rightfully, I'm too good for this. Arrogance. That's arrogance. You can also say this violates my value and I will not put up with this. Mm -hmm. So explain that difference. So let's just think of a conversation or let's think of a, you know, a person who is belittling you. I'm going to use me as an example. Okay. <laughs> Not that I want to, but I will. Uh, because of confidence. But no. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like so. It, one thing just with that, like when you're confident, things don't affect you. Yeah, fact. And when you know yourself, that's the thing. When you know yourself, like what people say doesn't. You know, it shouldn't bother you. It, it should yeah. not bother you. I, and like that just that just came to mind when you said that. Like yeah. it's unwavering. We'll we'll talk about that later. But minute, like, but like you need to be unwavering. You know, you just you got to realize your self worth and like and how people talk to you and what you allow them to say. I think I heard a quote, and I'm gonna just butcher it because why not? Um, like you you have to you got to show people how to treat you. And and with that is again knowing your self worth, and knowing the confidence you bring to the table, knowing the things you bring to the table, and so when when you are allowing people or a person to talk to you a certain kind of way, and you tolerate it, that means you're giving uh, you're giving permission for everyone else to do the same, and that's not good. Which can also create insecurities, which also diminishes your confidence and what what the any confidence that you had in the moment and violates your worth. Yeah, and it, it perfect. It violates your worth automatically because you never really recognize your worth. Mm-hmm. When you when you know your worth, you won't tolerate everything. You won't tolerate anything, almost anything. When you when you're confident, it shouldn't phase you because you know your worth. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, but if if you don't know your worth, you won't know. Like you you when you don't know your worth. Things like people saying things to you or, you know, belittling you or whatever the case is, it's not, it's, it's not only going to happen naturally in a sense, but you're not, you're not going to know how to respond to it. Yeah. That's actually another balance that you brought up there of when you're confident you don't allow things to bother you, but at the same time, you're going to have not as much tolerance. You're not going to allow people to walk all over you. It's a thin line. So that's, that is interesting because... Even even though you won't allow it to bother you, you won't put up with it. Exactly. So that that is exactly the balance of like, okay, you know, they're they're joking on me right now. That doesn't get to me because 
I'm secure about this. Fact. That's really ultimately another thing about confidence is it's security and security in yourself and in God. And when you are that, you know, these things really, you know, they, they're not going to get you, but it's not right. And so that's, that is the pure reason no. why you're not going to allow it to happen is because it's not right. And that violates your dignity. Exactly. And you can recognize, all right, I do deserve a level of dignity. They, they're not showing me right now and that, or that this relationship isn't showing me this job isn't showing me. My friends aren't showing me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? I, um, just how people talk to you, mm-hmm. like, and and that when it takes away from your dignity, just I mean, on a personal life, if it takes a, if it takes away your dignity as a man, like, I right, red flag, be advised. Like, I'm a like, I'm not safe. Like, I'm confident, but don't get it twisted. Like, I'm safe, but don't get it twisted. Be, I'm being honest, don't get it twisted. <laughs> and I say that because, like. I, if I don't know an individual, and I'm speaking from personal experience, if I don't know an individual, but I, I'm cool, like Daniel, that's my A1, but I don't know his boys, and his boys start joking, I'm like, first of all, I don't even know you. Like, I'm just not angle snap, but I'm going to put them in a place. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm confident in who I am. If they start joking on my height, that's probably the main thing people are going to joke. If you can find anything else, let me know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my yeah. joke, my I mean, my height is probably the pinnacle of you know what jokes you know I'm like Kevin Hart look like Lorenzo whatever you want to call it. Um, but I'm five four and a half. You got to count the half. So, <laughs> but if 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 people are joking on my height and I'm cool with them, I'm alive and I already acknowledged it. I'm short, cool, but I I'm confident because I know myself, you know, and that's where you have to distinguish the things, the attributes, the God-given attributes that are uh, that were created for you, and so when you acknowledge that, and when you sometimes you just got to joke on yourself. I think it's a yeah. part of being confident as well. Yeah, like you got to be able to have a, a sort of thick skin that you can, to- you know, not tolerate, but like uh, take, take exactly. Like, okay, that didn't phase me. Right. I'm not going to allow that to happen. I'm not going to tolerate it. But it's that so didn't much, get to me. Yeah, and it, I think it also like. How often is it happening? Like, yeah. if it's an everyday thing, all right, y'all getting on my nerves. You need to chill out mm-hmm. all day. You OD right now. Don't even play. And, and it, ultimately, like a lot of this, that kind of stuff that we're talking about, has nothing to do with you as a person. No. Like, if it if people start talking about your character, that that's where you can listen, and maybe improve yourself. Because nobody, what I really don't want people to get from this is think they're above reproach. They're untouchable and they're perfect. And anytime anybody has some sort of criticism about it, they're wrong and and that kind of stuff. Is that's why it's a balance. Is because we do want we do say that, all right, to a certain extent, there's certain things you should not tolerate because it violates your worth and dignity. But at the same time, realize you're not perfect. And that's exactly what we mean by humble. All right, so I wanted to read something I wrote a while back about humbleness because I was thinking a lot about actually just what humbleness is and how you can have like aspirations and want to be big in a way while at the same time being humble. So this is this is what I wrote. Balancing humility with legacy and worth 
has been on my mind a lot recently. So here's some reflections on what it means to be humble while at the same time maintaining self-assurance and confidence. In our culture, humility is generally a sought-after and cherished quality. But it's strange. Almost everybody at least thinks they want to be humble, but nobody likes to be humiliated. And humiliation is an avenue or an extension of humility. This tension usually creates a false sense of humility where people don't own up to an accomplishment or diminish something worth being proud of. But belittling yourself is not humble at all. And that's not even modest. It's hard to balance having a sense of humility without losing your confidence as well. However, the idea of humility entails that you have something to be humble about or something to have confidence in. So being humble does not mean that you pretend as if you have nothing to own with confidence. Rather, it means you recognize that thing while understanding you have more to learn. It's like the saying, long way to go, we already came far. You should be able to recognize that you have more to learn while at the same time keeping your head high and your shoulders back. It debilitates you from becoming conceited. So that's the definition that seems to reconcile legacy and thinking you have something of worth to say with the concept of humility. When someone compliments you, own it. However, recognize you have more to learn. Additionally, when it comes to my faith, being able to bow and reverence myself before my creator at the least helps me to recognize that at most, I'm only number two. Again, again, simply recognizing that I'm not at the final destination inevitably creates humility, which is one of the most healthy characteristics to have. So I wrote that last November and well said. Thank you. Of course. Thank you very much. Um, But yeah, I, I just hate when people never own something that worth being proud of and they like belittle themselves and think it's humility. And I kind of want to touch on just that that word belittle and like pose a question uh, for anyone listening to this podcast. Um, Why are you belittling yourself? Yes. Why? That is a a question that that needs to be asked. When you look into that mirror, why are these negative thoughts coming to you? When you are around that group of people, why is comparison even happening? If you know who you are and you have confidence, not only in you, but more importantly, God, because he made you and you, you have the ability to become the person you're supposed to be. Why compare? Insecurity is the cousin of comparison. Mm. It is insecurity is the cousin of comparison. Yeah. Because when we compare ourselves to other individuals, we build insecurities. It's like he's whispering in our ear, like, yo, that crazy, that person, yo, dang, I wish I was bigger. I wish I was stronger. Dang, I wish I was lifting 340 pounds, you know, this time and third. Then now insecurity, like, dang, I'm weak, you know, I'm, you know, blah, blah, start to become whatever. Oh, dang, I want to lose weight. Or you, uh, you wish you was more attractive and so on and so forth. And, but you, you start to look at yourself like thinking you have to alter yourself to become someone that you weren't even meant to be insecurities that's insecure that's i think why it's so key what you said of thinking and realizing you are your only competition only ever compare yourself to yourself you You know like okay 
I might not be as big as this other person, but I'm bigger than I was the other day because I'm I'm taking that insecurity and I'm using that as fuel for being better and building confidence. Exactly. That is the proper mindset. Exactly. Which also builds the proper confidence in yourself. And it it's not going to get near arrogance. It's not going to get near uh, cockiness either because you, like Dan, you said earlier, is being humble. You're, you're, you're being humilified in a way that you're looking at who you were. Let's, let's just, just do this as a challenge. Think about who you were two, three years ago. And now compare it. The only way you, the only time you need to be comparing and compare it to who you are now. And if who you are now is someone you can continue to grow with, continue to grow with that person, but become better, become more confident. On the flip side, if it's not exactly who you want to be, distinguish those things that are keeping you from becoming that person you want to be. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's a great challenge. And that's something that only you can do. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's your it's your book. How badly do you want it? Ooh, Is this even something that you care about? It's only going to happen if you want it, if you, it's, it's only, you're only going to have confidence if you want it, if you want to build that confidence, if you're going to recognize, okay, and start thinking of yourself higher because you are able to see your, your value. Um, cause that's what I mean by higher is nobody, the world, the majority, most people do not think highly of themselves. So when I say higher, I just mean recognizing what's truly there because they're thinking lower than themselves uh, than they truly are. So think higher of yourself than they do of themselves. The only way you can really like cultivate that mindset is it starts with a desire. If you don't have that desire, it's not you're not going to be able to like get anywhere. No, you definitely won't. What what are your desires? You know, if 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 someone were to ask you what are your desires what, for yourself? For yourself, where would it stem from? Confidence or insecurities? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a yeah. good question. Yeah. I think, you know, that's something you just got to think about, you know? And so the the point and, you know, hopefully a takeaway from this podcast is, is understanding that insecurities aren't meant to be forever. They yeah. are meant to be changed. They are meant to be broken Insecurities are meant to be broken. You can break through those insecurities with the confidence that's already in you, believe it or not. You just got to be willing to have the desire, like Daniel said, to bring it out. You know, don't allow what was, and I'm speaking past tense for present time, don't allow what was your insecurity to keep you from progressing and moving forward into the confidence that's already in you. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you have that desire, that means you want to be better. And so that's why you got to think higher of yourself because you have to. Yeah. If you want to be better, you can't think lowly of yourself and then be aspiring to be somebody of greatness. I like that. Like, how are you how are you going to aspire to be somebody of greatness when you think very little of yourself? Mm -hmm. You have to think highly of yourself if you're going to even begin on that path of I want to be somebody better. And it kind of brings me to like this this quote that's uh, in chapter nine of the book. If you realize how powerful your thoughts are, you would never think a negative thought. 
You know, and that's and that's a quote dang, that I that read. Is, that is actually that dang. You know, and so when you think about that concept, if you if you realize how powerful your thoughts are, you would never think a negative thought. If you realize how powerful your confidence can be, your insecurities would never play a part. It would never stop you. You feel me? And so think about when you wake up again, when you wake up, what are you thinking about? What's the first thought that comes to your mind? Like, dang, man, I hate myself. Or dang, man, I can't even blah, blah, blah. Or whatever the case is. Or am I waking up? Yo, I'm blessed to be up. Let's 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 conquer this day. I'm going to go ahead and work out. Or I'm going to go ahead and eat a healthy meal. Or I'm going to go ahead and just think highly, like you said. I love that you said yes. that. Think highly of yourself. And when you think highly of yourself, you prioritize yourself. In that, when that, and that comes to boundaries. Yes. Um, when you're feeling peer pressure, the person without confidence, the person who doesn't recognize their mm. value is the person that says, oh, yeah, I'm good. Let's another one, you know. Mm. Um, but the person who recognizes their value and thinks higher of themselves is the same person that says, you know what? I can't right now. How about later? I want to be there for you right now, but I need time. I need I have some other priorities. I need to prioritize myself. I can't do that right now. Another time. And that's what it would look like when you you have this along with other very, you know, honorable characteristics of, you know, just wanting to be there for other people and prioritizing other people and giving them your time and effort. But at the same time, prioritizing yourself because you have to be able to, you know, set your foot down gracefully and say, you know what, I can't do that right now. Uh, I'm not going to stay up this late. I need to wake up early in the morning and not allowing others to to influence you really or um, not thinking everything's your fault. Stop apologizing for stuff. I, Yo, I had to learn that so I, hard, man, man. I used to say sorry every, every day, single like, like time I did anything that could be a minor inconvenience not to anybody. No more. People would tell me People would tell me all the time, like, dude, stop saying sorry. My mom said it to me. Like, I would hear that, that so much. Even last year, like, yeah, people would tell me that all the time. Really? Until eventually I just realized, like, it's not my fault. Fact. Like, it's, it's, that's boundary-led thinking versus codependent thinking. Mm, boundary-led thinking, that's a topic. Yes. Yeah, no, I, th- I you definitely have the nail in a coffin, for real. Yeah, it, the, the, the codependent person is, oh, that's my fault. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Like you're belittling yourself, negativity towards yourself. I mean that the confident person doesn't think that they're above making mistakes and will recognize when they have something to Mm -hmm. apologize for. But when you are, when you're being mistreated and for me, it was, it was a job where I was being pushed past my limit physically. Um, The, the boundary led person and the confident person is going to recognize, I, I know who I am. And because I know who I am, backing out of this does not make me a quitter. It makes me somebody who recognizes their their limits. If you are boundary led, that means, what is a boundary? It's a limit. So you know your limits and you're not going to cross them. You're not going to push yourself past them. Um, I physically, my body could not, I injured myself from work. And I could not endure that, so I had to back out of that. And that does not make me a quitter because I know my character. It makes me somebody somebody who knows their boundaries and their worth. So to close this out in review, um, we have we started with this spectrum view of confidence. 
which is the balance in between insecurity and arrogance. And along with confidence comes humility. Then we try to kind of establish how do you build this? Where does this come from? What is confidence rooted in? And really, I think we found two answers to that, which one of them was recognizing your value and your worth. And then the other one is gaining experience and being able to see how far you've come from objective eyes and only comparing your, yourself to yourself. Everything else is just like, how does this play out? So I, I, I'm very happy we got to share what we got to share. And like I said to my kings, keep your head up. Keep your head up. Think higher of yourself um, and become that better person. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, as Daniel just closed, I'm going to give you guys some actionable steps, you know. Um, take a look at yourself in the mirror and, and, and just really investigate who you are. Uh, write down your insecurities. Be real with yourself. Don't allow your insecurities to be bottled up and then allow someone else to point them out for you. That's going to destroy you. If someone else can point out your insecurities without you acknowledging them first, it's not going to go over so well. So really point out and write down your insecurities, but don't keep them there. Work on your insecurities. They can be managed, but they can also be broken through. But also develop the confidence from your insecurities. You know, I, I want to I want to challenge all you guys to write down what comes natural to you and, and what you're confident in yourself and, and don't allow yourself to be wavered by any other thing. So that's the challenge for this ending of this or this week. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Though, I just I've, I feel like I forgot to touch on that. But that is essentially like what it means to have confidence is to be unwavering. Mm hmm. Um, again, like there's a lot of things that we said confidence entails, but that's one of the biggest ones is unwavering. Um, so build that, build like that, that and don't let anything shake you because you know who you are. Fact. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's great. All right. So guys, that is the end of episode number two. Again, I'm Dante Hobbs. I'm Daniel Sharner. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, it's sir. been an honor. We look, yeah, we look forward to your feedback. And if you haven't, go listen to episode number one. We're going to keep these coming each week. Mm -hmm. Thank you again. Certain Destiny. Certain Destiny. We'll see you all next time. Yes. Peace.